everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. So glad that you're here today. And uh, I know I say this a lot, but this format's going to be a little bit different. And I think that's good. I like different. But I wanted to share something uh, with y'all on the permanent record, I suppose, uh, about something that God did recently in a small group I was a part of. And uh, I want to talk about healing and our identity in Christ when it comes to healing and believing God for healing. And this testimony sums it up really well. Um, a while ago, I was uh, taking my son to youth group, and every Wednesday night, uh, I'd drop him off around 6, 6.30 and pick him up a little after 8. And I'd go to the church, and I would pull into the parking lot, and I would see three or four dads sitting there dropping their kids off. And uh, I'd come back at 8 o'clock, and those guys were still sitting in the same spots in the parking lot uh, waiting to pick their kids up. And I started to get to know them each a little bit and found out that most of them would just sit in the parking lot for an hour and a half or two hours waiting for their kid to be done at youth group. So finally I thought, well, let's just hang out, right? We have time and obviously nobody uh, has anything better to do. So uh, we started this small group. And over the course of time in this small group, you'll hear this story unfold, but we began to share our lives with each other and it became very obvious that there needed to be miracles happen. The guy you're going to hear on this podcast, his name is Sydney, and Sydney and I have a son, each have sons the same age, and uh, they became fast friends, and so over time we've become friends with their family, and uh, just a man of God who loves the Lord with all his heart, he and his wife Kristen both, and uh, we became friends through this situation where he was facing uh, some real hardship uh, physically, and you'll hear all about that, what happened here. But I wanted to share this with you today because, A, again, as, as part of this podcast, I want my kids to be able to hear the story one day. But it's also uh, really important to share this story because uh, the Bible talks about how the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, which means that when we hear a testimony about what Jesus has done in somebody else's life, that same story becomes prophetic for somebody else, meaning that if God can do it for you, he can do it for me. And if God wanted to and desired to do it for you, he wants to do it for me as well. And so healing is so important. Miracles are so important. And as as somebody who grew up in the church, my whole life I've had this burden when I would read the New Testament and I would read the Gospels, then I would read the book of Acts, and I would see these miracles happening. I would often ask myself, like in, in, in my soul, and I believe it's a stirring from the Holy Spirit, just this question of why isn't it still happening? Why don't we see that now? Does God still heal? Is God still faithful? Can God still do it? And of course, the answer to all those things is yes. And so this morning, I want to, uh, as I'm recording this, uh, I want to just use this as encouragement for you. And wherever you are today, whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, know that God doesn't just specialize in, in very specific physical healings, but he is the great physician. He knows our bodies inside and out. He knows every hair in our head. He loves us immensely and deeply. And he does miracles, not simply just so we'd have this awesome moment in time where God intervened, but to reveal to us his character because he's a good God who loves us dearly. He's always with us and he's revealing to us himself at every turn. So I pray this blesses you and that God uses it profoundly in your life and that you become the embodiment of the Holy Spirit everywhere you go to see miracles happen around you for his name and his sake and his glory. You know, God doesn't always heal, but 
uh, the model we have is Jesus. The model we have is the pray. The model we have is every single person that was ever brought to Jesus was healed. And I don't know why it doesn't happen sometimes, but uh, it does some, and it's worth it for those uh, to see come to fruition. So I, I love community, and I'll be in it as long as I can be. Hello, my name is Sydney Shaw. I, I'm a father of five kids. I've been married to my wife for 23, almost 24 years. Um, I'm, I'm a medic, and um, I shouldn't be alive. Um, I got hit really hard in the face uh, by an 800-pound tree. The first time I met him, you could tell he had suffered some pretty serious facial uh, trauma. His face was pretty wired up. And, uh, but if you know Sydney at all, he you would never know. Right? He was extremely gregarious and happy like he always is. And I broke my face in, um, what, 13 places. I went to Vanderbilt ER and they did surgery. It took two hours to wire my mouth and all, all back together. So I really had no one besides my wife to talk to. And she told me, she said, Sydney, you really need to talk to fellow Christian men. She talked me into it and I actually joined the men's group uh, with Matt. You know, in the midst of all of that, I think Sydney was probably the biggest encourager in the group to everybody else. You know, the person going through the most was the person encouraging everybody else. It's the best thing I've ever done because I have never felt so close and such, it's just family. It was around the third or fourth week of our group and uh, just came in and it really kind of just turned into a, a prayer meeting. And Sydney shared that night about uh, everything he was going through with the insurance company and how long it was taken to get uh, his uh, surgery scheduled and all the complications with that. And we just decided that night, we we're just gonna start praying for healing. And we just prayed, we laid our hands on him, we prayed together as a, as a small group. And uh, we didn't see anything miraculous happen in the moment or anything like that. But uh, about a week before his surgery, he told us, he said, hey, you know, I'm going in for the surgery, so I'm hoping that I'll be able to come back to a small group this semester, but I don't know, you know, there's obviously a whole lot of things happening with that surgery. And all this time had passed, and they never, uh, I never got a pre-op or anything. And one day my doctor called me up, and he said, hey, I don't know why, I just feel like I need you to come in. I had been there three weeks prior, and three weeks prior, I could touch my face, and I could push on my face, and I could, because it was so broken, I can feel the inside of my mouth moving. I can feel everything shifting. Nothing was healing. So we said, yeah, we prayed for him, and we were praying for him as he went to the pre-op. And uh, then the next day, we uh, all looked at our phones, and Sydney sent this giant text about, God healed me. Well, they took my x-rays, and it went from me having 11 broke bones to my face being completely healed. No, fra I used to see no signs of fractures uh, anymore. I mean, everything was perfectly healed. And I mean, we just were all blown away. And so all day the text thread was going nuts. And he came in the next night and shared a story and we were just all freaking out. I mean, it's so cool um, to see that just really transpire before us. You know, there's so much that we carry and uh, every single person is going through it. You know, whatever that looks like, um, it's either like you're going through it or you just came out of it or you're about to go through it, right? You just, there's always a season where that weight and that worldly pain is, is always present. And so without community, I don't know how you do it well. And there's millions of reasons not to lead a group or be in one. Um, there's life reasons, you know, Sydney's got five kids, I've got four, we've got millions of things going on and schedules in life. And, uh, but really, um, there's no reason not to. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be a scriptural scholar. Um, just be you. Just hearing other people talk about issues that were going on in their life helped me to relax enough that I could see that I wasn't alone. 
just because you sign up for a bridge group doesn't mean that you'll experience all the miracles you've ever needed to happen in your life. We prayed for a lot of stuff in that group. Um, and there's other miracles that didn't happen that we wanted to have happen and we're still believing will, but uh, community is almost more valuable than that over time. The reason God does miracles or doesn't is up to him, but the decision to join community is up to us. Isn't that awesome? I'm just praising God here listening to that story. I'm so thankful for who he is and what he does in our lives. And again, I pray the same might be said of you and us everywhere we go. Lord, thank you for your story. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for what you do. And God, this is one story out of millions that we could tell about your faithfulness. We thank you so much, God. And I pray that whoever's listening to this would be impacted by this to the point where they would believe in things, God, that they've stopped believing for that their heart would be so enlarged with faith and trust in the Holy Spirit and in your work, God, that the things and prayers that we thought were impossible, Lord, would come stirring alive in our hearts, and we would believe and pray and ask and seek for your namesake and glory. We thank you, Lord, and we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. We'll see you next time.